It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Live worldwide. Word. Come on, yo. Let's rock. I'm taking over the radio freaking. Hey ladies, it's March, which means it's officially Women's History Month, or like we like to call it National Her Story Month. Now, Women's History Month has had its origin as a national celebration in guess what? The 1980s. I know, right? Uh 1981 to be exact, when Congress passed a bill which authorized and requested the president to proclaim the week beginning March 7th in 1982 as Women's History Week. Throughout the next five years, Congress continued to pass joint resolutions designating a week in March as Women's History Week. Finally, in 1987, after being petitioned by the National Women's History Project, Congress passed uh-huh, 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 Pub L100-9, y'all look that up on your own, which designated the month of March as Women's History Month. Between 1988 and 1994, Congress passed additional resolutions requesting and authorizing the president to proclaim March of each year as Women's History Month. Since 1995, presidents have issued a series of annual proclamation designating the month of March as Women's History Month. These proclamations celebrate the contributions of women in the United States and recognize the specific achievements women have made over the course of American history in a variety of fields. This month, we are celebrating all things Pumps. Pumps for Women, Inc., our sponsoring organization right here on Pumps Radio, is focused on the purpose, the uplifting, the mentoring, the positivity, and the sisterhood women need to thrive. This month is one of the most exciting months of the year, and I'm thankful to bring it right here on Ms. J in the morning. So tune in for new episodes Monday through Friday. You can listen 24-7 on your favorite podcast app anywhere in the world. We are going to do all music, all events, all trivia, all interviews everything surrounding women all March 31 days of amazing female power make sure to keep it locked right here on Miss J in the morning and visit our website pumpsforwomeninc.org p-u-m-p-s-f-o-r-w-o-m-e-n-i-n-c.org Pumps Radio, thank you. Thank you to all the women, past, present, and even future generations for your contribution to our success. Happy National Women's History Month from Ms. J in the morning. 
You're broken down and tired of living life on the merry-go-round. And you can't find a fighter, but I see it in you, so we gon' walk it out. Move mountains, we gon' walk it out and move. Silence is quiet, and it feels like it's getting hard to breathe. And I know you feel like dying, but I promise we'll take the world to its feet. Move our days, bring it to its feet.
since it's National Women's Month, I'm speaking to all my ladies out there. It is time for the first sip. Don't worry, men, you can participate too. For those of you who are new to the show, welcome and congratulations for your very first first sip experience. For those of you who are not new to the show, you know what time it is. It's time to grab your glasses, your cups, your mug, maybe your flask, whatever you got. <laughs> it's time to take a moment out just for us, just for us to give ourselves a pat on the back to say, hey, congratulations for all that you are, all that you do, all that you are becoming, all that you have shared right here today. I know you're probably just getting your day started, but you wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the work you did yesterday. So we take this moment out together, the first sip on Miss J in the morning, to acknowledge that, to take a moment and forget about what you have yet to do, what you still need to do, what you wish you had done. No, 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 this is not the time for that. This is the time for you to say, you know what? In spite of it all, despite it all, I am still amazing. I am still great. I am still wonderful. I am still beautiful. I am still powerful. I am still strong. And so we raise our glasses, our mugs, no matter what we have in it. If it's a little libation, drink responsibly. But you can have coffee, tea, water, juice, a smoothie, maybe even a mimosa. No matter what it is, you raise that glass. You raise that mug. You raise that cup. You raise it high and you say, yes, I am. I am. I am. I am. And we're going to take our first sip together. Now, y'all know. The best part of Miss J waking up is what? coffee in my cup and mm, 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 does it not smell good, girl. But if it ain't coffee for you and it might be tea, no matter what it is, like I said before, let's raise it right now and take our first sip together. Mm, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go in and go take a, take another sip. I'm, I'm taking one, too. Mm. Oh, yeah. Congratulations <laughs> to all of you for participating in the first sip. Let's make this a habit. Each and every day right here on Miss J in the morning, we're going to take a moment out just for us. Step away from the hustle and bustle of life and take a moment to celebrate you. And if nobody's told you, I'm proud of you and I love you. Let's get right back to the show. has been a chess board making moves and losing out played so many times before oh, when there ain't nothing to brag about but this must be a devil rope we on I'm singing blow mud you tie me all away around and I'm tired There's nothing I can say now That ain't been sung before 
Okay, there we go. Okay, all right. Uh, rise up? Okay, rise up. Yeah. You're broken down and tired of living life on a merry-go-round and you can't find a fighter see it dig you so we gon' walk it out Ooh, I don't dance We gon' walk it out Ooh, I don't dance And I'll rise up I'll rise like the day Silences and quiet 
And it feels like it's getting hard to breathe And I know you feel like dying But I promise we'll take the world to its feet And move I won't it Bring it to its feet This next one is a little autobiography. It's pretty candid, so do not judge me, okay? <laughs> um, yeah, this is called Gold. Am I allowed to say Oh, I did 
What's up, y'all? I'm Beyonce. What's going on? It's your boy Drizzy Drake, and you are now rocking with my homie, my homie. homie. Hey, ladies, it's March, and our sponsoring organization, Pumps for Women Inc., has a bunch of events and conferences and amazing goodies in store for every woman around the globe. Make sure to follow us on social media, Pumps for Women Inc. on Facebook and Instagram. Make sure to like and share and also visit our website for a ton of news updates and find out how you can become a member, pumpsforwomeninc.org, P-U-M-P-S, Purpose Uplifting, Mentoring, Positivity, and Sisterhood, right here. Here on Pumps Radio. Live, <laughs> 
it's Tuesday and that means it's No Filter Tuesday. So I start off like this every time I know, but I love these wonderful people that I get to speak to. They're just truly amazing. And wow, today's guest is a wow. She is a Grammy nominated singer. Yes, she is indeed. But what you did not know is that she will be an Oscar winning actress. I have no words to say except genius. I have been privileged that I was able to witness and see her movie. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Andra Day. Miss <laughs> Day, what are the odds? <laughs> uh, that's well, so that's actually where it came from. I was such a big Billie Holiday fan since I was like 11 years old. And so when I was, when I, I just basically cut my name in half because it's Cassandra. So I cut it in half and then I took Day as the last name because I loved the relationship between her and her trumpet player, Lester Young. So I, I, I just, I, I took, that's where Andrew Day came from. Yeah. <laughs> so really, Billie Holiday has been in your psyche yeah. for a very long time. Yeah. She has, she has. <laughs> I mean, we're just jumping right in here because I saw your film. <laughs> Lee Daniels is a family member. Mm -hmm. And I want to tell you something. I hope you don't mind. I hope Lee won't mind. Mm -hmm. When Lee showed me your screen test, mm -hmm. I was like, that's your Billy Holiday. Oh my. He needs me to say anything because he, he knows. I love that. I love that. I was like, you don't need to look any further. That's her. <laughs> I'm and just gonna add that. To my, I'm gonna add that to my resume. Like, oh yeah, no, it's Naomi Campbell. Help me. Get no, no, there was no. It was just like <laughs> so honest and raw, and blew you away. Just your screen test, and I mean, I have to see in that will never do a screen test in a day in my life because that was the strongest, most profound screen test I think I ever saw. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. I, I, I have to really give a ton of credit to Lee. Well, be, because, you know, even the fact that he took a chance and, and said, let me try this with her, because both him and I were like, no. <laughs> I was like, I don't think I can do this. He was like, I don't think I can do this. But Tasha really got me ready. He introduced me to Tasha Smith, who was my acting coach. We sister. Yeah. And, and I was just saying, that's family. Of course we love you, brother Lee. That confused me, but we gotta. I mean, Smith is a force. She's really a force, and she, from the audition point, she just wouldn't let. I mean, she wouldn't let me. She just wouldn't let me falter. And I said, "There's very few people you meet in life that want you to win or be as successful as you yourself want to be. Maybe even more so." So she's really you. You already know that's our kin folks. She is a special, special person. She's a special, special, special she human is. being, yeah. and we're really blessed to know her and have her in our mm -hmm. lives. Mm -hmm. She will get you to do things you never thought you could. You're absolutely right. When did you first meet Lee, mm -hmm. and how did this like? Okay, you said you both were like, no, no, no. But yeah. how did you even get to that no, no, no? So I, I think... to be yes. Yeah. So it start. I mean, it was a fierce no, I think, from the beginning. Because we were actually forced upon each other by our managers. <laughs> so I wanted to meet him just because I was like, okay, well, it's Lee Daniels. He's a phenomenal filmmaker. 
And when I want to make films, he would just be a great person to know. And just, just to, you know, I love his work. And so, uh, you know, he's phenomenal with women. Yes, exactly. He's not very cold with women from Halle. Yep. Precious. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nicole. Uh, uh, Gabrielle Sidibe. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. You're there, Monique. Mm-hmm. And that's like one of the things I was like, I was curious too, like how does he pull these performances out of people too? Because I was telling him, I said, you know, even, you know, Nicole, I mean, you know, Monique, Gabby said, their performances speak for themselves, but Nicole Kidman's performance in Paperboy was one of my favorite I had ever seen from her. She was so different, you know? And, and uh, so we met, we are we we our managers had us meet. I didn't want to do it because I was terrified. Honestly, I was just like, I'm not an actress. I and the last thing I want to do is destroy the legacy of my biggest musical icon, you know. And so also Lady Sings the Blues was so beautiful, so powerful. I love Diana's performance. I love Audrey McDonald on Broadway, you know. So it's just like, what am I going to contribute to this, especially as a non- actor and I respect the craft of acting so so but we met and it was funny because he felt the exact same way he was like I don't want to hire her stop forcing me to do you know stop telling me what to do so but we met and we just connected we connected on we connected first of all both of us thought neither of us should be there at that meeting so we connected there first secondly it was just his love for Billy and his need to authentically tell her story and and to tell the story about the early war on drugs, you know, that, that we needed black people and society at large need that revelation. And so we connected there. We even talked about just our insecurities as people. We shared similar ones because him and I are actually born a day apart. So he, my, my birthday is December 3rd. Born the 24th or 26th. Yeah. So, uh, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He is, mine is the, t- the 30th, right? So we're a few days apart. Yeah. Days. So we're so, both so- like, December same babies. Yeah, same, same area, Capricorn. So so we we just talked about insecurities and in our and and just how, you know, just the wanting things to be perfect and wanting them to be authentic. And so and then finding out from him that the script was not a remake of Lady Sings the Blues, but it was actually yeah. finally tell the story about how the government went after her, how Harry J. Anslinger and the FBI and the Federal Bureau of Narcotics really targeted her to her death, you know, um, for singing Strange Fruit. And we that We needed was- this to hear this and we needed this now. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what I think it will be. What I think about is that it will be a revelation for people to know that why was this story kept under wraps? Because it was kept under wraps. It wasn't sure. incidental. Yeah. And so I think that um that was really a big What incentive. are the two political reasons I can think yeah. of? <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> but you know what's so crazy? This is a question I have for you, actually. I might as well bring it up now. It's like, what Billy Holiday went through then? Yeah. What do you think of today where we are? Mm. I mean, was yeah. it in vain? We want to say that she didn't go through all of that for it yeah. to be in vain. Mm-hmm. That there's going to be some changes. Yeah. And, I, you know, I think, and it's so funny, too, even answering this question because I never want to just like shoot out any answer. You know, I, 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 I think there's parts of it that she didn't do in vain because we did eventually get the civil rights movement, you know, cause she was doing all this pre-civil rights movement and it was her singing strange fruit. Cause that's the part of the, the narrative that's been cut off is it was the death of Emmett Till, but it was also Billie Holiday singing strange fruit in defiance of the government that reinvigorated the civil rights movement. And that's, 
I mean, that she's the godmother of civil rights. That and so, and, and I think there's a part of that that she would have been really proud of and would have been, and, and would have been a part of if she had she survived, you know, and, um, but her legacy did. I do think there will be things that she sees today that she would be, how could this still be happening? You know, how could this, mm-hmm. or I, actually I'll put it like this that she would see and say, oh, their plan worked. You know what I mean? Because that's what I I think when people look and they go, well, you know, you have the freedom to do this and you have the freedom. I'm like, yeah, but oppression is a very tricky, sticky thing. J. Edgar Hoover was a very tricky person. It was the whole whole design is for it to be running in the background so that people don't really know what's happening and they don't really know what exists. But even to go to the artistic world, to stop someone from having freedom of expression of their art, of voice, sing with their instruments. Mm-hmm. Completely nuts. Yeah. And, and so a- much of a control freak. I mean, we've seen how many different movies Leo portrayed him. I mean, we've seen that he kind of had some kind of paranoia and da 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 But still, mm-hmm. yeah. why did you need to go that far? But then look at it. It's like Bob Marley, Fela Kuti, Billie mm-hmm. Holiday. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They, and, they, they seem to want to cut them off from doing, giving us their passion and their beautiful gifted instrument. Why? Mm-hmm. And I think you hit it on the head. And that's the question. And I, that's the question that I desire for people to ask when they see this movie is he understood how powerful art was. And, you know, I think that people separate him from that. But the, the Federal Bureau of Narcotics, Harry Jansling, or just like J. Edgar Hoover in the FBI, they understood the power of art. They also understood the power of leadership and artistic leadership is some of the most potent and some of the most powerful. You know, there's there was a band that I'm a huge fan of, Tinari Wen from Mali, and they really helped to like liberate their country with their music, you know. And so mm-hmm. and we saw, you know, what happened in the 60s with Marvin Gaye and with, with all of the music that came out, they understood the power of of a representation, which is something we talk about now, right? buzzword Mm -hmm. but they understood the power of representation the power of now unfortunately it was how do we destroy and how do we dismantle and how do we dismantle you know and 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 that's it it was systematic it was dismantle and divide the three d's absolutely absolutely i'm gonna gonna actually like write that down too because that is really the truth so i was told on set that you kept everyone on their toes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she would get her scenes in one take and maximum two that kept everybody on their toes I loved when I heard that I was just, you don't know how long I've been wanting to speak to you after this movie to come out and to just see you in your glory you and Lee I mean so proud finally my brother is getting the recognition yes. that he truly deserves. He does. he does. And I have to just say thank you to you because anybody watching this, we're having this conversation now, but you have been supportive from, I remember, you know, it's funny. My mother and I were just talking about this because the play, you know, Lee was, um, he, he, we went to the play that Lee had invited us to for that young Yeah, play. I remember. You- the play was amazing. And my mom, I remember, uh, my mom leans over to me. You were sitting right next to her and she just like didn't want to look at you the entire time because she was like, oh my God, she's so beautiful. And my mother leans over to me. She was like, and my mother, when I tell you, oh my God, Miss Campbell, she is, she's not unfazed, like sort of in an arrogant way. She's just, my mom's just, 
she just grew up different. So she just sort of is, you know, very sort of calm and, you know, like the opposite of her crazy artist daughter, you know. Grounding. <laughs> she turned to the right and she looks over at me. She said, oh my God, Naomi Campbell is sitting right next to me and she looks perfect. I was like, yeah, she always looks like that. You grabbed it. That was a really great play. Well, please say, so please send my regards to your mom. Oh, well, I definitely will. And she sends her. And I would have loved to have met her. You were so warm and kind the entire time. And I remember meeting you at the Vanity Fair party, even then, too. And you just were like, I love you. And I just remember thinking, like, wow, she is just. You have a special something that draws you, and you are extremely talented. And you're original. And I love, and I'm drawn to authentic, original people. I love creative. I'm not going to, you know, I think everybody knows that about me. And I just. (laughs) I love and I will support and I will sing the praises as long as I can. Thank you. (laughs) Do you know how many women, Mm. girls, wanted your role? You know what's funny? (laughs) I actually didn't. I don't know. That's so funny. That conversation really never came up. You know, I, I think... I knew about like one other person who I love, you know, so I, and I was so insecure and so nervous. I think Lee probably didn't talk to me about them because he was like, no, she's going to do that thing where she tries to convince me to use them instead. <laughs> because he said, <laughs> but that's, that's a rare actress, don't you? No, no, most actresses would not do that. Even, even like, told- I want that role. Yeah. Yes, of course. And I totally understand. It was just like, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I, I was so, you know, you, you Liz, I see it in everything that you do. Like it is very clear to me. You work so hard and are so dedicated and want everything to be perfect. I assume that based off of everything I've seen from you and admired and have been inspired by. But I feel like if I have this, I, I'm like, oh, I was just so nervous about being terrible. I did not want to be terrible. So I, I was like, OK, just I told him when he told me I got the role. I remember saying to him, I says, I said, that's amazing. But are you sure? Like you went through kind of the whole, he was like, girl, just show up to set, please. And just do the script. <laughs> I want to start at the beginning. Mm-hmm. What was the best advice you've ever been given and who gave it to you? Mm. The best, actually, I'm, I'm very clear about this. It was my parents who gave me this advice. Um, I mean, both of them gave it to me in different forms, but, uh, my mother and my father, first of all, I had a praying mother. So my mother's advice was always trust God in everything. You know what I mean? Just, just, and my father's advice was to never let fear dictate your move. Never let, never operate from a place of fear. Never let fear uh, decide for you. You know what I mean? You'll be scared sometimes, but lo- don't let fear make your decisions for you mm-hmm. and, 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 and dictate how you interact with people, you know? And that was I, I didn't realize how much I needed that advice before I started in, in everything, the music, the movie, you know, and and I, I kept that in my head because there were so many moments I wanted to say no to such great opportunities. And I'm glad I didn't. But in the midst of fear, he really taught me just say yes. You know what I mean? Just say yes and then go like and that and and you will be blessed. And so that was it was my parents really that gave me that best advice. OK, we call it nervousness. We call it fear. How did you use that nervousness? to get you yeah. over, to to go into this role mm. of just right, just diving right into it? Because what would get you over the mountain, so to speak? Uh, so 
first, just in myself, uh, prayer is a huge thing for me. I'm a deeply spiritual person and, and prayer was a huge thing for me. And, you know, I can be scared of something, but when I have a peace about something, that's when I know like, okay, you're just, now you're just going to have to go and you're going to have to do it. Cause I had a piece, the other artistic part of it and the work part of it was really Tasha really taught me, you know, I'm just so nervous, use it. And that concept was, you know, as people, we try to compartmentalize everything so that we can be healthy. We can move on and we can. So she really taught me how to be so present and how to use everything. And, and so she said, well, how do you think Billy felt? And I'm like, yeah, I guess she probably, you know, even though she was defiant and she was probably scared all the time. She had the government going after her, you know, she had abusive husbands. She never felt good enough, you know, when she was on stage. And she also took, that's one of probably the reasons why she numbed her pain. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so Tasha reminded me, Billy feels, felt the same way you feel right now. So she's, so I really, she helped me so much to take that energy and to inform Billy Holiday. And I felt it. And even in moments where I was just chilling with my band and, you know, in the, in the, in the, um, in, you know, in certain scenes where we were just calm and relaxed and I, and I could feel, you know, when you have that underlying feeling, there's such a sense of urgency there, which I really feel like helped to inform the character and the role and in, in, in the movie and her story, you know. Mm-hmm. What I what was great was that you would feel that you were comfortable in Billy, mm-hmm. but then twist to this vulnerability. Yeah. And, yeah. Just, he's like, and it was just so smooth. Mm. I can't wait for everyone to see this movie. I just can't. But what was it like when you were in the studio actually doing her songs? Mm-hmm. How was yeah. that for you? That's great. That's actually the only, I've done so many interviews and no one has asked me that question. So thank you for that. Because <laughs> as a musician, that's exciting to answer that. But um, I, I think, yeah, it was, it was, you know, it was gratifying and it was heavy too. I, I was very, you know, I think this is probably when my nerves were started to really peak, you know, and the discomfort started to peak, but also she had started to get really entrenched in me because I started auditioning and preparing and really trying to transform into her at the end of 2017. I got at the top of 2018 and we didn't start doing the music and preparing to film until August of 2019. So I had been in her headspace for you quite some been, time. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, that's, so it, that's, that's about right. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's yeah, that, right. And so going in, it was, you know, there was definitely a nervousness because I'm like, okay, now we're going to the music side and the music as a musician, as a jazz singer, is huge for me. I was like, this has to be accurate, A, and this has to be innovative because one of the things I kept saying was what made Billie Holiday so amazing was that she was an innovator. We were used to hearing her music now and we're used to hearing this, but when she was doing it, it was new. She was like the epitome of cool, you know? And so it was, um, so I wanted to make sure that 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 the, the the music reflected that naturally, and Salam Remy did an incredible job of that. You know, um, Lee with his direction, even on the music, uh, did an incredible job. And then the other part was was the vulnerability. You know, it was just mm-hmm. it was you know it was the first time I was really singing her music, which I've done before. It was the first time I was singing it, feeling the weight of her life, which I guess ultimately everything she had gone through and which I guess ultimately was the weight of my own life and all of these, you know, and just bearing sort of down on me. And so that was, it was, it honestly helped me to usher into deeper preparation for, for filming. It was an amazing experience. It's going to be 
a black Oscars this year. We may not be physically be able to be there, but it's a black Oscars. I'm sorry. Oh my goodness. And I said, and it's really, and I don't want people to get confused and think, oh, because it's Black Lives Matters and it's gonna be, no, it's not. It's and just it's the happening. work. The work mm. speaks for itself. And that's Absolutely. just the way it goes. I'm so glad you said that. I'm so glad, because I do, I can feel that hint of people being like, yeah, it's just really trendy to do black. No, no these it's not a trend. So We're not a trend. We so are not a trend, girl. Absolutely. And the talent, you know, this is what, you know, this this is what we do. And I think for the first time people are trying to see we like- We don't yeah, want people to feel they're just giving it because it's the, because they yeah. have to. Right, right. This That's is affirmative, affirmative action. is good and mm -hmm. right. And Absolutely. Precise. Absolutely. Exactly. And that's what happens. And I think you're seeing people being like, wow, yes, people of color do drive the box office. Women drive the box office. These stories drive the box office. And so, and, and music and culture. And so it, it, I, I just feel like it's not, it's not a, a time thing. It's, it's a revelatory thing. Like, oh, finally, you know, that these, we've worked well, so hard. You just hard. even said it and women. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh I my mean, goodness. Absolutely. But I just also feel, oh, people want to know today more than ever authentic stories. Mm -hmm, people want to know the truth yeah. as much as we can know the truth. Right. And <laughs> Billy is not here to speak it for herself. Mm -hmm. And she's owed that mm -hmm. because the way it was left was she was an addict. Yeah. Yep. An addict that was, and so what? I'm yeah. a recovering addict. Mm -hmm. It's like that doesn't define who you are as a person. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And also, I think and as a society, we should know, we don't know how to deal with addiction and don't understand it as an illness. It is an illness and it is, and it is based out of trauma. I think that it's been so it's long. It's a serious illness. i tell you something, Andra. <laughs> it is, would definitely, to be an addict right now with what's going on in the world is not the time. Wow. Yeah. I think I, every night I feel like when I say a prayer and say, I, and I hit the floor morning and night because I have to be grateful for my recovery. Yeah. I say, I want to, I say for the addict that's still out there, which is something we say in our meetings when we're physically in our meetings, because it is really not the time. But and it's just, you know, you got mental health and then now mm -hmm. to have addiction. What did you do through the pandemic? Where were you? this whole time and again for the second lockdown? Uh, you know, I, I, so, so we, it was right on the heels, the pandemic happened right on the heels of the filming because we had finished December 9th of 2019 and then came back here and, and I was, at the time I was, it, it almost, you know, it, it was difficult but also kind of helpful that I had time to maybe stay put because I was really struggling, honestly, to leave set. I did not want to leave the movie. I did not want to leave Billie Holiday. I didn't want to leave Lee. I didn't want to leave my cast. You can have all the money in your hands All the possessions anyone can ever have But it's all worth this treasure True worth is only measured Not by what you got but what you got in your heart You can have, you can have everything But what does it, what does it mean? It all means nothing If you don't stand up for something You can't just talk the talk 
right here on Miss J in the morning the woman the artist the voice that is ringing in all of our ears and hearts from her award-winning debut performance as Billie Holiday now I don't have time to go into who the amazing Billie Holiday was and what she represented Andre Day Lee Daniels came together in the amazing motion picture that is now streaming on Hulu. So go ahead and watch the movie telling you to do it now. But you guys knew Andre Day way back with Rise Up. You know, I play that song many times on past episodes on Ms. J in the morning. But why we are celebrating her today is hearing her story of accomplishment, her drive, her determination, her new project. Yes, (laughs) Tigress and Tweed, her performance, her remake of Strange Fruit, being a revolutionary woman 
being a strong woman, being a woman in the forefront, fighting for your rights, not just the right to be a woman and participate in politics, but fighting for the right to be yourself and who you were born to be, despite it all. We also get to hear an exclusive interview by Naomi Campbell's straight from the hip you know if you know naomi campbell you know she doesn't hold back on any questions but two sisters two women coming together discussing not only the process but the life and the truths about being a woman of color being a talented woman of color and what does that cost on today's show i want you to dive all the way in to reintroduce yourself to Andrea Day, right here on Ms. J in the morning. I didn't want her to leave. You know, I, I, she, she felt good in here. Our spirits mm-hmm. congealing, and I asked God for her, and I, and I believe she was there. And so, but um, the pandemic really, really, one of the things I wanted to do was like I had time to spend with my family, to spend with my mother. You know, take care of my young cousins, who's my basically like my not biological but my child. And so it was. Um, so we, I had time to spend with family, but the other thing that we did during the pandemic was we're just trying to, I feel like we can get so caught up in like, this is horrible, what's happening, without realizing, you know, a lot of people, sorry, a lot of people are in a much worse place than I am right now. I, I, I So I was just, I, I shifted and I just remember to say, okay, like you said, on my knees every night, every morning, thanking God, remembering what I have and now saying, okay, how can I be used? Like, how can we serve people? How can we? So we did do a few things. We connected with this charity called Give Directly while I'm um, during the pandemic and they have been amazing. So I, I released a song and called Make Your Troubles Go Away and all the proceeds go to, to this organization. But what I loved about them was that, you know, I just feel like in this time of the middle of a global pandemic, it's so difficult people are like, what do people need? What do, they need money. People are struggling yes. financially right now. They Straight are I'm seeing people on the streets that are newly homeless and they just look disheveled and, and, and terrified about their new circumstance. So what I loved about them is it's not a ton of money, but it's a thousand dollars. And when you have nothing and I have had nothing in my life, a thousand dollars might as well be a million because you, you know, if you don't have two pennies to rub together, then that's a lot of money. So um, and, and sometimes it helps decide families are deciding between food and they're deciding between shelter right now for their kids. And so what I love about them, there is no red tape. You sign up, they're sending you a thousand dollars. And I was just blown away by the ease and the care. They weren't saying we need you to dictate to you what to do with a thousand. They're saying we, you keep your dignity. Is this based in California? Uh, they're, they're all over. They're all over us. They they work a lot here. They work a lot in Africa as well too. And they they what's just they, what's their name? Uh, it's called Give Directly. Give and directly. so we started the 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 charity with them. Hashtag I Give Directly. And and they they and so the goal was to put a thousand dollars into the hands of a hundred thousand families. And and these testimonials from these people, you would you know I think you forget how much that can really move the needle for people. And there was just mm. so many testimonies of people crying and being able to feed their kids. And so I love it because there's no red tape. You don't have to qualify for anything. It's just sign oh, up. Yeah. You know? And it's yes. this yeah. situation, let's send it, you know? And so that was one thing that really helped me through the pandemic was just to remember like, okay, we're designed and we're here to serve. So let, let's do that. You know, let's, let's serve, mm-hmm. you know, that was a big thing for my family and I during that time. When will we, be hearing next album. 
I was like, it's coming. No, it's coming. <laughs> so, no actually, I'm still, oh, thank you for bringing this up because I wanted to get to talk about this, but the next album is actually coming very soon. So we're finishing up everything this week. I'm really excited about it. Nice. And, um, and it's funny because you will definitely hear a, a bit of Billie Holiday's DNA on this record because yeah. I was while we were making it. I was in I was in her headspace, and so. But the first single off the album is also the end title song to the movie called Tigers and Tweed. And I'm I when I tell you, I and I'm I'm a typical artist like Erica Badu says. I'm sensitive about my shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but this song is my favorite thing I have ever written in my life. Any poetry, any anything that I've written, any song, and it was. It really felt like it was a prayer, but it was just a flip on strange fruit. You know, I, I wanted to, once I understood what I believe God wanted to do in the song, it was flipping strange fruit on its head. We're no longer a tragic fruit hanging from a tree. We are a healthy, well-educated, smart, strong, I, and I say brawler fruit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes for some people, when we are sitting so beautifully in our freedom, we're an intimidating fruit, you know what I mean? And so... Mm-hmm. You let you let us get right. We you know we were hanging up there, but we're not there anymore. And that's you know that's well, why I want to see if they have to find all those ways to kind of stop and honestly you know, detract and exactly and, that's, something must be intimidating exactly. And you know, and this is what Lee calls it. Lisa and I agree with this because that's what I wrote it as is that you know Billie Holiday was letting everyone know what was going on. And with Tigers and Tweet, I want to call every, it's a call to arms. And I know that sounds scary. Tigers and when when we were when were we the first release of uh, Tigers? Oh goodness, I wish I knew this. Uh, oh, Tigers and Tweet said yes. Yeah. The title called Tigers and Tweed. and I I named it Tigress that because and Tweed. Yes, Tigers and Tweed. And it's named that because I was thinking about how we're strengthened by uh, this, the, our ancestors, right? I was thinking when the scent of our ancestors and their fight is in the air. And I thought, what's Billie Holiday's scent? And her favorite two perfumes were Tigress and Tweed. And so that's the name of it. She is the fighter that is motivating and um, mm-hmm. uh, behind this song. So I, I'm really excited for everyone to hear it. Tigress and Tweed coming yeah. up, folks. Yes. Everyone got to get that. Download, download. <laughs> Hulu, United States versus Billie Holiday. Download, download. Yep, February 26th. Andrew, there's just, I want to know everything you're doing. You are a huge songwriter and you've written for lots of other people that we all know. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if people do know that about you, that you are, folks. Andrew is a, a very huge songwriter. Right. Will you go back to writing for others or is it just now some me time? Uh, you know, I think... Yeah, you know, that's a good way to put it. I think I am definitely sort of in a in a bit of a me time space, you know, and I think um, just because I, I feel very, very zeroed in, very focused on everything that we're doing with Billy and more so and more than just that is is her message and the message, the greater message, the broader message about the movie and with the album, you know, and I, and I think I do want to sort of like, you know, I do feel like in this season, it's like, all right, there's something I have to say and there's something I want to I want to complete. But I, I also am in a space, though, of um, I will be moving into writing. I don't know how to I want to get with a actual great screenwriter, but I am writing stories for um, for, for film as well, too. So That's I'm, I'm really, yeah, I of course really you can. You, you write your, your, your imagination's already there from what you do. It's just an extension, natural extension, don't you think? Thank you. Yeah, I do. I do think that the creative spirit really flows in and out of a lot of different places in different seasons. I agree. 
That's now, perfect. you know that I've told Mr. Daniels, our beloved <clears throat> Lee, I said, Lee, this mm -hmm. film, you have to bring it to Africa and you need to come and bring it yourself. Absolutely. And you need to come and to explain to people, people about the film. You mm -hmm. and Andrea, you need to bring the cast and you need to come and do yes. a Q&A and present it on the African continent. It's very yes. important. Yes. This one, I know there's a pandemic, but there's, right. a, will, there's a way. Absolutely. There's, I, we can be super safe in the middle, but I am the same exact way because I, this movie is not just for us, but it is by us and because of us. And that is why, you know, and, 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 and because of Africa, you know, and I, I really feel like to me, and that's something Lee and I spoke about in the beginning as well, too. You know, it's not oftentimes, especially in Hollywood, you sort of get like, okay, we want to make sure we give a nod. Like I hear the word nod to essence or nod, but I'm like, but essence is the essence. We black people are the essence. They are the alpha and the omega of this movie, you know? So it's mm -hmm. not, they're very much a part of this story and narrative just as much as the cast actually on set was. So I'm actually so glad to hear that you were like lobbying for that. Cause I'm the same way on this side. And I'm oh, like, yeah. I've been lobbying for him to come for a while. And then I'm just like, you I mean, every time I've spoken to about spoken about it to people, my friends in Nigeria, in Ghana, in Kenya, mm -hmm. they're like Senegal, they're like, we want can Mr. Daniels come now? Can he can we bring him now? <laughs> yeah. So, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that and you know it's funny actually that you say that because even on the music in the touring front. You know, one of the things I told them with this album cycle, I was like, you know, you we started working on it early and then I had to focus on the movie. But now people are they're really making a move to do that. But I said, you know, to me, I don't want to do uh, the other huge part is on this next album. I don't want to do the typical tour run, you know, because I feel like think about the time that there's different venues that are typical tour venues in different countries all over the world. Mm -hmm. And I, to me, it's a shame that we really, truly never go and saturate Africa. This is an epicenter no, of music, it's culture. Like, and I don't understand why. Yeah, and I, I'm like, you guys, they, they love music. They consume. Stop acting like everybody there has no access to technology or to music or to consume music and art. Oh. Stop. Like we're, it's 2020. So I, that was a huge thing for me, even on the touring side. And then when it came to the movie, it was a that was the same thing. I was like, you know, I, I want a tour and I want whatever it is we do promo wise, focused and saturated in, in countries like Africa and in countries like well, Brazil. Well done on you saying that because it's really important. And but that's yeah, how I look at things too these days. I'm like, well, if I'm doing this, is it going to be distributed there? Because if it's not, I'm not right. so interested. Like, exactly. They're going to consume it. And so I, I, you know, that's a huge, it was a huge sort of, um, I hate to use the word linchpin, but that was a huge point for me. You know, that was so, I, I'm so happy to hear you say that, you know, now I'm going to be on my end today. I'm like, you heard her say it too. So make sure it happens. <laughs> I mean, can I ask you, will you act again? <laughs> this is actually don't the good do, Don't do what Bjork did. Bjork I know. A movie and then. And actually came around, I actually got to see her after she won her palm door and she never acted again. You don't <laughs> do that to us, are you? It was like, you're not going to be your arse, are you? I was like, I, at first, I will say at first, I was just like, 
I don't know if I'm gonna, I was like, I'm retired. I'm definitely not doing this again. I will make movies as far as like co-directing, co-writing, co-producing. But now, now that I've had time to sort of, you know, unwind and, you know, and you know, my, one of my co-stars, Tyler Williams, who was, oh my God, so wonderful. He's my brother and so talented. But he was telling me, he was like, you know, give yourself an even longer break in this time. Cause I can tell you as an actor, usually we have a good period of normalcy to come out of a character, but you went right from that into a pandemic, you know? So just understand it's not always, always like this, you know? So I says, okay. And, and then I, I had, there had some scripts had come in and, you know, there was one thing I was auditioning for and like, and they narrowed it down to myself after a long period of time, myself and this other girl, which I ultimately didn't get, which was a blessing and answer to prayers. But, but I, I kind of caught the bug when I was doing that. I was sort of like, actually, I, I think, I thought maybe it was just a fluke and maybe it was, you know, only Lee, but Lee saw my audition tape for this other thing. And he was like, no, it's not a fluke. Like it, this is, this, it's in you, you know? So it's I real. said, yeah. And so I think I am going to do a few more. I, I, and also, you know, honestly, Naomi, I have, I have. You are a, not uh, going to be a one hit wonder. Do you hear no? that? <laughs> <laughs> also, and you know what? You know what motivated me to thinking about it is that I used to hear on set, people would say, you're never going to do another role like this. I promise you won't be like this again because, you know, there's not really meaty roles for black women. And that really triggered me in a way that I was like, well, who in the world would have meatier roles than us? You know what I mean? Who in the world has seen more than we have, shouldered more than we have, you know, triumphed more than we have and fought for everyone the way we have. So I, and, and there's also, again, like I said, black stories, especially in America, but all over the world, black stories have been really Surprise. done away with. Suppress, push down, not important, don't need them. And flat out lie about. And flat out lie about. And and written in a way that's just not, you know, truthful. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that, that, that for sure has come to a change. That's, that's, Mm -hmm. that's been, that's done with. I feel like people want to know their, their ancestry, their history. Mm -hmm. They have the right to know. And so now I believe you're going to be seeing from all over the world, Yes. Young filmmakers, the gen next, the new generation, the young generation, Generation Z, they want to know what's really what now. They, exactly. You know, so this exactly. is why I feel like we're gonna. This is such a, it's such an exciting time. Yeah, this it is. is. Why I like to the word exciting. It I hate really when it's is. exciting on the Real Housewives. I like when it's exciting about <laughs> life. This oh, is an exciting time. <laughs> I like when they say it over there, but when we say it on, um, you know, no filter, we're good. <laughs> yeah. This is an because ex- this is like is. this is where we're going to witness these changes in our lifetime. It is, you know? it is. and mm-hmm. for all the upheaval that we're going through, and we're going through upheaval. But as much as we can see those shitty, crazy things happen, like last week in the United States of America, we're going to see some amazing thing happens. I do believe that. And we're taking up, that's what I love about it. We're not waiting on people to tell us this is good enough. This is worthy. This is the, we're putting it out there. And that's what makes me so happy. No more waiting. No more. I'm I'm looking at it. I mean, authorized by whom? Right. (laughs) (laughs) So just come and enjoy, just come and enjoy the party once we put it out. You know what I mean? And that's really, that's why I want to continue because I want to continue to uncover black stories. You have to continue. You are a blessing, your instruments, your artistry. You You cannot just come and do one and leave us. Thank you. People are going to want more and they're just going to be so thrilled for you. The world's going to be thrilled for you. Thank you and so. I say, will you 
reprise the role in any way? Will you be, will you to perform Billy somewhere, something? I know it's I, during the pandemic. But yeah, I, I think so. I, we, we're actually talking, oh, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but there might possibly be, oh, Terry probably going to kill me, but I'll deal with that later. Uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, we might possibly do like a Carnegie Hall sort of tribute thing, you That'd know. But wonderful. I, yeah, I was, I'm really. You had I, it here first. Yes, you did. You really did. <laughs> that would be, and that would be perfect. You know why? Take it back home, 360. Yeah, absolutely. Because you, wasn't that where the police put a human chain? To stop yep. her from singing strange yep. fruit. That's where it was. Take mm -hmm. it right back home. Exactly. Exactly. And I and I really and I want to, you know, do her music and 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 incorporate her and music now, you know, I I in a way that is just so beautiful, so soulful, so powerful, so black, so feminine, you know, and just and 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 I want people to be able to enjoy it. I feel like it would be a really full circle moment for, for her legacy, you know? I'm, I'm excited, definitely. <laughs> I totally agree. I don't think you're gonna have a problem um, <laughs> with people knocking at your door and sending you tons and tons of scripts. I don't think you're gonna have that problem at all. Andra, I know you're busy and you're doing your press junket and for Billy, and I just wanna say thank you so much for fitting in No Filter. Oh, I was just like, please, please, can we get us in? Can we get us in? I know that I lost it was so bright. And I'm so truly, truly happy for you. And I really cannot wait for the world to get to see what you did. You did, you brought an essence. You weren't trying to be, you just were you, but the essence is what you the essence was so amazing. And Thank you. I mean, I don't know if Lee told you, I just bawled and bawled and bawled. When I came out, I couldn't speak. I looked him in the eyes. I couldn't speak. I just held him like this and yeah. just cried in his in his chest. Oh so my, it was. And I have to tell you, first of all, it, it, when they told me that you wanted to be on the show, I was like, I don't care what we have going on tomorrow. This is where I want to be. And first of all, I'm truly, truly a huge fan. I, I really do admire you. You've inspired me a lot. And, and, but beyond that, I was like, she really cares about the movie. I was like, I, I, I want to do this so much because this will be a conversation with someone who cares about the movie, cares about Billy, cares about Lee, and is just passionate about our story. So I, again, I can't thank you enough for being so supportive. Well, I'm so grateful and blessed. And I thank you. And Andra, I wish you the world. The world thank is your you. oyster. Thank you. And thank I'm you. so grateful. God bless you. Please say God hello to your mom. Yes, we'll do. hello to your mom. And thank you for being a no filter. Thank you. God bless you. Lady Andra Day. Yes. Get used to hearing this name. Get used to it. Have your tissues ready because it's really, it's a journey, but it's a beautiful journey. And we really now will understand what our legend, iconic queen, Bailey Holiday went through. Thank you for watching this episode. Please like this video and please subscribe to my YouTube channel. Brown Girls out. Our last show in Kenya.
than trees There's strange fruit Blood on the leaves And blood at the root Black bodies swinging In the southern breeze Strange fruit hanging From the poplar trees scene of the gallant south the bulging eyes and the twisted mouth scent of magnolia slots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time <gasps> no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com daily bonuses are waiting no purchase necessary void were prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details